0: So tonight we are starting off a brand new series and it is called make him known it is unapologetically I'll be honest with you it is a missions centric series that we're gonna be walking through the next three weeks at the mix and uh, I'll, I'll go in reverse order the the third week will be how do we do missions how do we make him known? And you'll be hearing from, this will be our last mix of the semester coming up uh, in three weeks. Uh, you'll be hearing from Grace Wade, who just got back from five weeks on the mission field with the IMB. We're going to hear her story of how she did missions that whole Five week period. It's gonna be super cool. You're gonna love it. Uh, next week, I'll be speaking. I'm talking through why missions, and I'll be telling a little bit about my journey as well through the Philippines. And then tonight, y'all, you you're hearing the kickoff of just what is missions. What's the base foundation of what missions is? And y'all get to hear today from Miss Taylor Williams, which I heard a little bit of her time in Ecuador a minute ago. So here's what I want you to do. I want y'all to please, y'all promise me, you're gonna give Miss Taylor your undivided attention tonight and uh, hopefully in the next 20 minutes you will walk away with a lot of clarity on what it looks like to live missionally, to be on mission, to do missions, all these church words you hear. How can we put context to those and some real application to it? So uh, I want to pray for us one more time, and then I'm going to hand it over to Ms. Taylor, okay? Cool? All right, Lord, we love you. We thank you for today. I pray a blessing on Taylor as she gives us some, uh, just some content from your word that teaches us about what missions looks like. I pray that all of us walk away with some clarity on some of these church words that we hear all the time about missions and that ultimately, Lord, that our hearts would grow as we learn more about who God is, about who you are, Lord, and about what your love and what your heart looks like when you think about the nations. I pray you would raise up people in this room that would live missionally. And we pray this in your name amen
1: amen all right so like Corey said I am kicking off this mission series tonight and I'm so excited to be here with you guys but I also know that a lot of you guys probably don't know much about me so to start off My name is Taylor Rivera, not Williams anymore, Corey. I actually just got married, and so this is me and my husband, Josh. Yeah, you guys can cheer. Give him a cheer. Uh, (laughs) Josh is awesome, and he has also taught me a lot about basketball, so maybe you guys can quiz me later. I don't know. Okay, and then something else you guys can know about me is I'm from Virginia, and all of my family still lives there. Yeah, Virginia, it's so awesome. So this is my mom and my dad and my sister and her husband and son, and so a lot of people say that we look similar. I don't know, maybe you guys can be the judge of that, but... My family still lives in Virginia, and I also probably have the cutest nephew ever. And so this is my nephew, Stark. He's adorable, I know. He's so happy all the time. I also love Stark, so I think I heard someone say something like that. But he's great. So yeah, those are just a few things about me. Something else that I can tell you guys about myself, and it's kind of random, so bear with me, but English in school has never really been my best subject, okay? So uh, sometimes when I would be reading in school and I would be reading through my textbooks, I would get to a point and I would see a word and I'd be like, hmm, I don't really know what that means. And I would always, always, always get super hung up on one word that I didn't know. And so I would stop and I would pause And I would maybe get out my phone and Google, whatever the word was, so that I could totally understand what I was reading. And so I don't know, maybe some of you guys in the room can relate. Maybe some of you are like, this girl can't read and she's about to teach us. Like, what's going to happen? But I'm sure maybe you can relate a little bit more than you think. So let me paint a picture for you guys. So maybe you're in class and you're sitting, and you're reading your textbook, and you look, and you're going, and you see, oh, here's a word, don't totally know it, but context clues, right, so you can figure out what it means. So you keep going, and you're going, and you're going, and then you see another word, and you're like, oh, I don't really know what that one means either, but it's okay, I can skip it, and I'll figure it out. Keep going, keep going. And then there's another word, and you see it, and you're like, okay, I just totally don't know this one. And at that point, you get to a point where you're totally lost, all because there are a few words that you don't really understand, right? Has anybody been there? Am I alone? Okay, maybe a few people. I feel like some of you guys aren't being honest, but that's okay. Anyways... So, the reality is, sometimes when we don't know just a handful of words, that can make us miss the entire main idea of what's trying to be communicated, right? And so tonight, my goal is to give you guys maybe a little bit of a vocab lesson, okay? But it'll be fun, I promise. So we're going to go through some terms of like missions-related words and what that really means so that throughout the next few weeks, When you guys hear Corey and Grace talk about these things, you guys are not lost, okay? You guys will know exactly what it is that they're trying to say. So, let me give a little scroll. Okay, so, all throughout Scripture, we can see God's heart for the nations and His desire for people to know Him, right? We can see that He wants to be in relationship with His people. And so I think... A lot of times when we think about missions, we tend to think about those things. Like when we think about God's heart for the nations and what our role in that is, all of it is just missions. But when we really think about it, there are a lot of words that we use that kind of mean the same thing. So there's missions, there's missional, there's mission, like without the S, there's the mission of God or missio dei. There's missionaries, and all of these things like kind of mean the same thing, right? But they're different. And so tonight, as we get started, I'm going to walk through some of those different words. And I'm going to give you guys some definitions and some context of what all of those mean so that you can feel totally confident over the next few weeks and know what Corey and Grace are talking about. Okay, are you guys on board? Give me a good thumbs up. Awesome. Okay. So, Corey also told me that you guys just finished a series called Be a Blessing. Is that right? Yeah? Okay. And he also told me that you guys did this cool thing where he would say something along the lines of, God made you a witness to. Good. You guys remember. So, super helpful. Tonight we're going to do something pretty similar. So, I'm going to give you guys whatever definition I give you, and I'll motion to you, and you guys will respond with, to make God known, okay? You guys got it? So, I'll motion to you, and you'll say what? Make God known. Great. I think you guys are going to do awesome. So, let's dive right in. So, we're going to start with the mission of God, and this is kind of the word that All of these missions, words root out of, okay? So the mission of God is all that God does to make God known, okay? So the mission of God is all that God does. Great. You guys are so good at that. Okay, so it's all that He does to make Himself known. So the mission of God specifically speaks to all that He's doing in the world to accomplish. His objective, which is the complete exaltation, that's a big word, right? And fame of his name, or maybe like the honor of him. So in Psalm 46.10, we can see kind of where this comes from. The English Standard Version says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So this means that the name of God is lifted high, okay? That's what exalted means, that it's lifted high. It means that he'll be praised. He will be worshiped. It means that we acknowledge his power, and so when we exalt God, we are putting him above everything else, okay? So when we exalt God, we put him above everything else. So let's say that together one more time. The mission of God is all that God does Good job, okay, so we're gonna go through these at a decent speed, but that's okay. The next definition we have is missions. So missions is probably the word that you guys are like the most familiar with. Like you probably hear that one the most, maybe you use it the most, I know I use it the most, but it's probably also the word that's the most misunderstood. So maybe we overuse it a little bit, right? So, missions refers to the crossing of barriers. Let's try that one again. Missions is crossing barriers. Good job. Okay. So, this kind of goes back to that game that we played with Leah and Fernando earlier. So, maybe you guys thought that it was kind of silly, but there was a deeper point. So, we tricked you. Anyways, so in that game, you guys had to cross a lot of barriers to get to the end, right? You had to jump over things and ride on a scooter, and you had to walk around things. And so when we think about missions, it's kind of like that, maybe a little different. You're not riding a scooter necessarily, but in missions, you have to cross barriers in order to make God known. And so that's what we're talking about. We're talking about Maybe breaking down walls. And so with the intention of sharing Jesus, of sharing about God, of sharing the gospel. And so when we think about Grace Wade, she left, right? But she left with the intention of making God known, to go somewhere and share about Jesus. And so some of the barriers that you might encounter as a missionary, as someone that's doing missions, excuse me, is maybe you cross geographic barriers, maybe language barriers, and maybe there's cultural barriers. And so any of these things could be things that you encounter as a missionary or as you're trying to make God known through missions, right? Okay, so we're going to go ahead and move on to our next word. Our next word is mission, like without the S, just mission. So mission refers to all that the church does. Good job. You got it. Good job. All right, maybe let's all try again. Mission refers to all the church does. Much better. All right, great job. So the church has a specific role within the mission of God. And God has given the church tasks. He's given us commands and things that we as Christians are supposed to do, right? And so these things align with his mission. These things all point back to making God known. And so in Acts 1-8, we can see that we are all called to be witnesses. So in the New Living Translation, which is what I read from, It says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. God has called us to tell people about him. He's also called us to go. He's called us to make disciples, to baptize new believers, and to teach those new believers all that he's commanded us to do, and that's found in Matthew 28, 18 to 20, which is called the Great Commission. It says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given. Excuse me, given you. I mean, just take a sip of water, hydrate or dihydrate, right? Okay, there we go. That's much better. Okay, so teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We can also see in Matthew 22 37 to 40. That we are to love God, and we're also supposed to love others. So, this is called the great commandment. It says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So, We could go on, but these are just a few examples of how the church glorifies God and makes him known through doing all that he has commanded us. Okay, so we're going to move on to our final word, which is missional. So missional refers to me living my everyday life to make God known. Okay, so now you guys join in. Missional refers to living my everyday life. God know. Great. Let's say that one one more time. Missional refers to living my everyday life. God know. Great. Okay, so for this one, maybe when I think about going to the grocery store or when you guys think about going to school or when I think about coming to work or going to hang out with my husband, Josh, whatever it is that I'm doing in everything, I want to make God known. And I want to exalt him or prioritize him above everything else. And so really what happens is it comes out of the overflow. So I can't help but talk about what I'm learning in my quiet time. And I can't help but talk about, I prayed about this thing and the Lord answered it because he's good and he's kind and really it just comes down to I have allowed the Lord to fill me up and to change my life so much that I cannot help but talk about him in my everyday life and so we make him known by actually talking about him by actually telling people about the things that he's doing and so allowing God to be what fills us up so much that you can't help but talk about him It just kind of becomes part of your rhythm. It becomes part of who we are, right? So we're going to recap some of those words, the missions-related things that we covered tonight so far. So the mission of God is all that God does. Good job, you guys. Okay, missions is crossing barriers... Good. Okay. Maybe you guys can be a little louder on this one. Let's see. Mission is all that the church does. There you go. That's great. Okay. Same volume. Mission all is living my everyday life. Great job. You guys really got it there at the end. So I know that these words seem kind of fluid and they all sound pretty similar, right? And that's because all of them kind of come out of a root of making God known. They are similar because their goal is the same. But the action behind them is what's different. Okay? So, as you guys hear Corey and Grace share over the next few weeks... I want you guys to keep these in the back of your mind. But if you can't remember the definitions, what I do want you to remember is that all of it is for the purpose of making God known. Okay? You guys got it? So, before I wrap up, I wanted to share a little bit more of my story with you guys. So, I got saved when I was young. I was seven years old. And from that point on, it was really just the Lord transforming and changing my desires and the things that were a priority for me. So when I was 13, how many of you guys are 13 in here? Yeah, okay, some of you. So when I was the same age as you guys, or close to some of your ages, I got the chance to go on a missions trip, right? Okay, so I got the chance to go on a missions trip. And it was up to West Philadelphia, and something that is important for you guys to know about where I'm from is it's super tiny, okay? So where I lived in Virginia, there are honestly probably more cows than there are people. Like it's, I know, crazy, more cows. It's, there are not a lot of people there. So it's so tiny, and I know some of you probably feel like Memphis is small, but for me, Memphis is a pretty good-sized city. So I got to leave my cozy, tiny little hometown, and I went up to West Philadelphia on this, this mission trip, and it was a time where the Lord really opened my eyes to the world is a lot bigger than my tiny hometown and where I live and where I grew up, and on that mission trip, something that you guys should probably know about West Philadelphia is it was not the safest place that I had ever been. Especially for me at that point in my life because I had never experienced anything outside of, there are a lot of cows and a lot of people, or not really that much people. Anyways, so I went to West Philadelphia and we would go out every day and we got to play in this park with a bunch of kids. And as we were playing with them, I would kind of hear in the distance maybe some sirens. And I would kind of hear in the distance maybe some gunshots. And for me at that age, I had never experienced anything like that. And I didn't know that things like that actually happened. You know, I thought that was only real in movies. And so going up to West Philadelphia was eye-opening for me. And as we were playing with those kids, I had the opportunity to just hang out with them and tell Bible stories to them. But in the midst of all of that, these things were going on in the background. And so, as I was hanging out with them, those things would happen, but they would just be unfazed, right? They didn't know that there was anything different outside of that from what they were living in. They didn't know that everyone doesn't experience hearing gunshots when they play on the playground. And so, as we played with them, we had the opportunity to just minister to them in such a unique way. And I remember... As we were there, we got to talk to them, and the Lord just opened my eyes for the first time of people don't really have the opportunity to know what the love of the Lord is like unless somebody steps out of their comfort zone and tells them about that. So I want for you guys to sit and think about that for a second. People don't have the opportunity to know what the love of the Lord is like unless someone tells them. That reality is something that should sit with you. And so, at that moment, I knew that I was supposed to do missions, but I had no idea what that meant for me. I didn't know what missions looked like. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. All that I knew was that missionaries, they left their homes, and that they would sometimes go and tell people about Jesus. But where you guys are right now is so much further than where I was. So... I'm sure some of you in here are probably thinking, Taylor, I'm just 13, or you're just whatever age you are. But what I want to say is you guys are so much further along than I was then. You guys know what missions is, and you know all of these different definitions. And so it is a lie if you believe that just because you're whatever age, the Lord can't call you. So in 1 Timothy 4.12... Paul writes, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. If you guys are in here right now and you are a believer in Jesus, you have the same Holy Spirit in you that I had when he called me at 13 years old. And if you're in here and you're a believer then you have the same Holy Spirit in you right now that's working in me and in Leah and in Corey and in Morgan. You guys have the opportunity to be called right now. And so there's no reason that you can't be. And people don't get to look down on you because if you don't want to listen to me, listen to the word. And so maybe you're in here tonight and you've heard some of these things that I've talked talked about with my friend in Ecuador and him putting his hope in the wrong things. And maybe you've heard me talking about making God known, but you don't really feel like you even know God. And so what's important for you to know is that we live in a broken world. And there are so many things in this world that we can put our hope in, but the only source of true hope is Jesus. You see, he came to restore the brokenness that's in the world and um, he came to give us the opportunity to have a relationship with God because the world as it is today is not the way that the Lord intended it to be when he originally design- designed it. See, the Bible says that we're all broken, that we're all sinful, and because of that, we'll continue in brokenness. But Jesus came that we might experience life and that we might experience it abundantly. And he came that we might have hope. Romans 10 says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead that you will be saved. You get to experience what true hope is by putting your hope in Jesus and knowing that he will not leave you, that he will not forsake you. It doesn't mean that your life all of a sudden gets easier, but it does mean that you get to experience true, real hope. So... Now, I'm going to pray for us, and if anything that I said tonight has really resonated with you, if you feel like, man, Taylor's right, maybe I'm 13, or I'm 12, or I'm 14, and she's right, I could surrender my life to missions, like, I could listen to what I feel like the Lord is saying to me, and take whatever the next step is right now, or maybe you heard what I just said about knowing the Lord, and you feel like you've been putting your hope in whatever it is that's not true hope. Maybe you've been putting your hope in your grades or your friends or your sports opportunities, but we know that the only thing that will truly fill us is Jesus and putting our hope in him. So I'm going to pray and then we're going to sing. And if you guys feel like anything that I just said is sticking out to you or like the Lord is asking you to take whatever your next step is, I want for you to, as we stand up, go to the back and find Corey or find me or Morgan or Jake or the people on the mission staff, any adult, and we'll talk to you about what's next. So let's pray. Lord, I am so thankful for this opportunity to come and just to talk about missions Lord, I'm thankful that you have invited us into what you're doing by giving us a role in what missions is. And Lord, I pray that as we leave here, that we would seek to make you known in all that we do. Lord, I pray that we would live missionally. I pray that for these students in this room right now, I pray that you would call some of them to be missionaries. Lord, I pray that they would give their lives to missions and go and cross great barriers to make you known, Lord. I pray that, um, that as these students leave here tonight, that the things that I said would not just leave their minds, but Lord, I pray that it would resonate with them. I pray that they truly would look at the things that they do and ask the question of what do they lift high? What do they value the most? Lord, and I pray that it would become you. Lord, I pray that that would be true in all of our lives. And God, I pray that if there's anyone here right now that doesn't know you, I pray that they would take the next step. Lord, I pray that they would come to the back and talk to us about what it means to have a true relationship with you and to be able to put our hope in you. So Lord, I just ask all of this in Jesus' name. I ask that you would work in mighty ways tonight and that as we leave here, that we would do all that we do to glorify and honor you. So I just ask all of this in Jesus' name, amen.